Greetings, Nugent News Junkies. Not too many of you, but uh, the few, the proud, the listeners. So, I had uh, mentioned that the Week magazine apparently had dropped me, but I guess somehow I got another issue. And I'm glad. I like it. So, if it continues, I will share my commentary on it. If not, you know, I won't. So, um, under Controversy of the Week, this Russia thing is getting very weird. And I hate to... uh, I don't know what the right word is. I hate to see this, but it is looking more and more like Trump may have been a Manchurian candidate of some sort here, uh, either wittingly or unwittingly. This little blurb is titled Proof of Collusion after Russia claimed that Hunter Biden secretly funded biological weapons research in Ukraine, which is pretty bizarre. And the Kremlin's got a long tradition of putting out bizarre uh, disinformation, even under the czars. State TV host... Evgeny Popov said that it's time to change the regime in the U.S. and again to help our partner Trump become president. Now, that is pretty alarming. That It's pretty alarming that they even think that he is their ally or their partner. Whether he is or not, honestly, it's getting pretty weird here with that guy. A bad week for reproduction after a U.S. Census report showed that the population grew at the slowest rate in history in 2021. From 2011 to 17, the U.S. added about 2 million people a year, but it was down uh, to 393,000 from 2020 to 21. So... Less than 1% population growth, and now it's like one-tenth of 1% population growth. Now, a couple things going on there. Number one, the pandemic. Number two, uh, well, immigration has has been reduced, although this Ukrainian thing may change that. I don't know. And uh, number three, though, I think people are just, you know, not responding to the usual instinct to reproduce. Certainly nothing like it was when we were young, so. You know, there's a price to pay for societal changes, and there was a time when population growth was viewed as a negative, and I think the momentum from the 60s and the population bomb book and all that is is really still echoing, like the big bang, or lack of a bang, shall we say. Now, here's another one I don't like about Trump. Uh, Internal White House records from the day of the January 6th Capitol riot show a conspicuous gap in records of former President Trump's phone calls of 7 hours and 37 minutes, which will become a number, uh, no doubt, ingrained in opposition propaganda here. So, I mean, I don't even mean to say propaganda. Apparently, it's a fact. So these are not comforting things, in my mind. You know, once the ballots are counted, you gotta, you gotta respect them. 
And I have gained a new respect for democracy, even though it's got very bad side effects based on Putin's ability to do something as just immoral, frankly, uh, as he's done in, in Ukraine. I mean, I get it, and, but the way it's turned out, this was not necessary better to resolve these things politically. Now, Putin, and this is a, another example of why unlimited power is bad. Putin is supposedly, according to this article, I'm looking for the number here, is worth $200 billion. And there's a quote at the end that says, everything that belongs to the territory territory of the Russian Federation Putin considers to be his. Well, that is, you know, way too much of a concentration of power and money, which is also power. The It is not easy to be a democracy, and it's not easy to have free markets and free people, in the Wall Street Journal slogan, but at least it creates a dilution of unlimited power, because nobody is trustworthy enough to have unlimited power. And all the struggles and tensions we have are kind of the yin and yang that keep things in balance. When you concentrate too much power, political and economic, in one person's brain, things like the Ukraine happen. And things like World War II and uh, World War One, even. You know? Democracy's messy, but... It prevents us from being too efficient because we, when we're too efficient and too, uh, our power's too concentrated, we tend to succumb to the dark side of the force with too much force. So I'm back in the uh, democracy fan camp. My faith is weak, but it has been restored. Which I could, I could say the same thing about religious faith, actually. Now, um... Uh, the Jackson hearings, those of you who weren't following this, Judge Catania Brown Jackson, who, you know, according to the Wall Street Journal, which is kind of where I live intellectually, not that radical. She, uh, she, she sounds, according to Randy Barnett, sounds like an originalist. I believe the Constitution is fixed in its meaning. It's appropriate to look at original intent. You know, I mean, <laughs> that doesn't sound like a wild-eyed radical. And uh, according to Melissa Murray in the Washington Post, Republicans are seeking to eliminate not only the right to privacy, but any rights established over the past 70 years that aren't explicitly defined in the Constitution. Well, I don't know if she's right or wrong, but that would be wrong. Um in the coming years, the court will determine whether we as individuals will be permitted to, to control the most intimate aspects of our lives. Well, the Tenth Amendment explicitly says that any rights not reserved to the state are uh, reserved by the people. So, honestly, if there's no proscription of a right, then it is, under the Tenth Amendment, left to the people. And I don't think the way, you know, if you look at the the population growth figure, I have to think that 
the things that happened in the 60s, like, you know, the discovery of birth control pills and the, uh, and then, well, this didn't happen in the 60s, but in the 70s, Roe v. Wade, have had a negative impact on population growth, which might be good, bad, or indifferent, depending on where you're, where you're coming from. But the way to fix that, if it's a problem you think should be fixed, I don't think is by uh, legislation or regulation or even the judicial branch. That, that abortion thing is a sticky wicket, uh, to say the least, in terms of where you define life, etc., and the right to choose and all that. But uh, I don't, I think that if you want to uh, encourage people to reproduce, then you do that outside of necessarily the realm of law. Uh, you do that by persuasion and education in religion, you know, I mean, it's more of a private sector activity, I think, really. Okay, um, for the first time, a majority of Americans, 52%, report having contracted COVID-19. I just got my my additional booster today, so I've had four doses of the vaccine now. And I go about my business fearlessly in regard to at least the virus. Uh, 57% of Republicans and 38% of Democrats say they've had either suspected or confirmed infections, which is kind of an alarming um, split on a partisan level. Uh, you know, it, Stupidity should not be part of the conservative agenda. Also noted, Russian precision-guided missiles aimed at Ukraine are failing at the rate of as high as 50 to 60%. So their, their kit, their equipment, their troops, their training, their command and control has all been shown to be very, very bad. I mean, if the United States military had invaded Ukraine, I I think it would have been kind of like Gulf War One. So this is really making Putin look anything but what he wants to look like. It's making him look weak. Ukrainian officials have been using facial recognition software to identify dead Russian soldiers seen in photos and sending the photos to the dead soldiers' family and friends. The goal is to dispel the myth of a special operation in which there are no conscripts and no one dies. I mean, that is... They play with big league bats and balls over there in Europe. But again, it's a matter of lying and credibility, you know? The truth will out. And then... Here's a Hannah Herrand quote on that subject. If everybody always lies to you, the consequence is not that you believe the lies, but rather that nobody believes any but anything any longer. And that's, you know, that's why honesty and truth are the bedrock of, of a civilization that's functional. You know, 
Now, other wit and wisdom in the quote column, we will chase perfection and we will chase it relentlessly, knowing all the while we can never attain it. But along the way, we shall catch excellence. So said Vince Lombardi. I remember the uh, quote from John Madden. He said, you know, I thought I knew everything about football. And then I went to a conference with Vince Lombardi and he spent eight hours talking about the Green Bay sweep. And after that, I realized I didn't know anything about football. So, there you go. You cannot protect yourself from sadness without protecting yourself from happiness. This is true. I've tried it. You know, if you become emotionally dead, you kind of take out the take out both sides of the spectrum, shall we say. 61%, I haven't, I guess maybe I haven't, I don't know whether I've talked about Will Smith and Chris Rock or not, but this is something new on the subject, I guess. 61% of Americans say actor Will Smith was wrong to strike Chris Rock, while 21% said he was justified. Age skew is huge. 72% of people our age, for all you over 65 listeners, think it was wrong. Only 46% of 18 to 34-year-olds. So, I guess you think the young generation is the non-violent one, but that's not what we read from that statistic. And now we pass through several unannotated pages. As you hear them flip. The closest we come to sound effects in the old podcast. Eh, there might be anything else in here. I thought I saw something toward the end. Well, that's just as well, because I have a five o'clock I gotta be in. Yeah, that's it. So that's the week. Um, I read it so you don't have to. And uh, But I do encourage you to uh, subscribe. It is a very... Uh, good publication. I owe my father-in-law for that. He sent me a gift subscription to it, and I reciprocated by sending him a gift subscription to The Economist, which I don't get in print, uh, but I did read a whole issue the other day, which I rarely do. It's kind of long. So um, if you really want to get into things, and uh, get a, The Economist gives you a great take in the world, because it's not partisan, at least not, it's not partisan at all. It's a British publication, but they have obviously moved their focus beyond Britain when Britain became sort of a second or third rate power. So, uh, very good, objective, trustworthy, reliable information mixed in with opinion, but the opinions are usually sound, in my, in my view, so one of my favorites, along with the Week magazine, and of course the Wall Street Journal. This is where I get my information. So, that's it for today. Live long, prosper, and we will talk to you again next time we have something to say. Bye-bye.